mess. What is up, guys? This is the All or Nothing Show. My name's Austin, and I've got Griffin and Brock next to me, the boys. And the boys. We're back again with another one, and we're starting today off with a good old review from our one of our favorite picks. Except... Griffin dumbass bought the damn watermelon. I feel like every time we start a show, you you, you pick yeah. you pick on this guy right here. Yeah. The problem you know, is one of these days. No sandwich. <laughs> the know. problem is I explicitly. I bet you if you listen to the past couple podcasts, I've been bitching about watermelon flavored things, and yet he picks up this can and he goes, "Yep, this is the okay. one." This I is was the gonna one. get the guava mango. They were out of the guava mango, and I wanted to get one that we still hadn't tried, and I didn't know which of the Americas you hadn't tried. All right, for those who are listening and not watching, this is the Ray's Energy Zero Sugar Energy Drink Watermelon Frost Flavor. Zero sugar, zero ah, calories. Smells just like just watermelon. But uh, yeah, we're going to crack into it. Let's go. Smells just like but the same old they've one. been tried and true. Yeah, the Ray's is... Uh, They're a top pick, yeah. for sure, on the All or Nothing hitter. show. Mm. <laughs> All right, let me get one more in. Yeah, you're right. Am I wrong? So, I will say <laughs> this is not. Sorry, boys. This is not a bad watermelon flavor. Yeah, I will say that. I'll say out of the watermelons I've had, it's not that bad. Mm. But as a flavor in general, yeah. it's not that good. All right. Yeah, so I'm going right now. I'm going five six. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go five two. Okay. Like but, I'll I'll drink it and not hate it. It's not like the yeah. rock star level, but it's yeah. It's definitely not. Uh, I'm just. I guess this. Like I said, my opinion. Not the worst watermelon out there, but I don't know if I like. I would probably get this one again. Yeah, probably like five eight. I would say. I don't know. It's like. You know, it's something, but uh, not it's, something to like write home about. It reminds me of like a watermelon candy, like of some sort. I don't know what, like, whether it's not a warhead, but like a no, because it's candyish, not sour. candyish watermelon, though. Yeah. Anyways, I guess we knocked that one in the bud. I mean, yeah, they're, they're good across the yeah. board, though. All their flavors are really good. You know, they they've got like we've mentioned other forms of stimulants in there, so it's like a little fast, a little slow. 300 megs, but anyways, uh, yeah, we're moving on. So, right before we just started this show, I guess I'm in the the gay for pay community now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. now I'm starting off. Yeah. New client. So, but a so, different kind of client. I guess, I, athlete. <laughs> I guess you can say you've made it when you start getting unsolicited dick pics, or bulge bulge pics per yeah. se it was a video it was video. A, a simple query for uh for help from you i feel like <laughs> and then the next sure. answer was just a a video that you know you never know what you're gonna get when it just says <laughs> play fondling. video yeah. in instagram <laughs> yeah so that was a quick like the image wasn't another sneak peek. oh yeah wow that's what <laughs> i was expecting but uh yeah so guys once you make it there i guess welcome to the club yeah, but uh, which, by the way, you have gotten some weird uh, messages, right? Yeah, some I've gotten games. quite a few. So, <laughs> am I the only one that gets straight messages? <laughs> well, he, I'm sure Griffin gets it from both both teams. Both teams, yeah. Yep, I've gotten that. I hope the ratio is decent. I've gotten one before where this guy asked me something fitness related, 
And then Fitness asked me, like, uh, <laughs> it was like a guy my age. So I was like, you know, maybe he's trying to like build something up. Next video I get is him like 69ing with this woman, and I'm getting like a top down view. <laughs> and nice. yeah, that ended right then and there. I'm trying to think if there's some other ones that I've gotten. I've gotten that one I sent you guys that was challenging me to a flex off. I don't know if, if that was some sort of like like erotic thing so, or what. <laughs> first, it would have been the bicep. Next, it would have been, hey, let's yeah. flex that D yeah. <laughs> with that D flex light. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. Um, gosh, there's been a couple, I feel like, too, that, there's some, you like, know, you can kind of tell that the direction that it's going sometimes before well, it gets when there. When it starts off... Yo, dude, you've got a rock and bod. Oh, yeah. You know, or, it's it's like, or sometimes it's, it starts off like that, and you just say, oh, thanks, man. And then it's like, your biceps are great. And then it's like, you got great legs, a tight core. like, And it's yeah. like, okay, you can stop now. Like, I don't know. Buns are popping. Yeah. You're tight. Yeah. Real tight. Yeah. So it's interesting out there. It's, it's all love. Uh, just, uh, just know that I'm married. So. You know, my dad <laughs> used to tell us about this story when he was young that, like, he was like 13 or 14 in the bathroom stall and he sees someone's eye come up to the door mm. and you know i'd almost rather just have all these unpleasant interactions be through dm versus like in person ones sometimes like that like i'd much rather get unsolicited pictures than to have something like that happen to me i guess so i don't know yeah. I don't know if y'all feel yeah. that no, way I, too. Yeah. Like I'd rather it just my unpleasant stuff just be on an app that I can block versus like I don't know something that you don't know. I feel like how you can react. forget a picture but not an experience. Yeah. yeah. So long, not long story. Fun story. <laughs> I, I, I I'm gonna say it like I enjoyed it. I didn't. I, it was fun because I was drunk and like everybody's just having a good time. And I don't care. I don't care if another dude sees my dick. Is this Even if your it is gay, uh, like, Mardi Gras weekend? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so we had to, had to take a piss. You're going down Bourbon Street and there only is bars. You can only walk in, take a piss real quick and walk back out. So this one bar we walked by, I did not know it was 100% gay, which is okay. <laughs> but I walked said, in. Wow, those guys. I was like, are, man, there's a lot of nice. big hairy dudes in here, topless, some like pantsless, <laughs> dancing. And I'm like, all right, well, let me take a piss real quick. It won't be no problems. I'll go in, take a piss, roll out, and I walk in. Of course, it's one of those trough urinals, oh, so no walls. God. And I was like, "All right, nobody's in." It's like you, you look to look, look to the left, you look to the right. You're like, "All right, let me whip it out real quick. Let me go." And as soon as you start going, you just dude, dude rolls in. And he's yeah. like, "What's up? Yeah. Where are you from?" Hey, man. <laughs> no, nice. Looks no. down. You see the eyes go straight yeah. down. Like, and it was just, I was just uh, staring a hole through the fucking wall in front of me. But, uh, you know, he was a cool guy. I'm sure he looked at my dick, whatever. If he liked it, whatever. He didn't touch it. So that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have taken the compliment if he would have said something, but it must not have been that good because he was just like, all right, see you later. But then was that before <laughs> or after the shirt off helicopter? That was before. Oh. <laughs> I guess word spread when I walked back out into the street. They were like, yo, yeah. take your shirt off. Anyways, it went on from there. I could yeah. explain that in a whole other story. <laughs> but, uh, and that was the, uh, was that the honeymoon weekend? No. That oh, was uh, before we got engaged. Honeymoon. Sarah started to question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did I sign up Well, for? we went to New Orleans just to go, right? To visit, you know, Mardi Gras and, or, you know, Bourbon Street and all that shit. And just so happens, out of all the weekends we picked to go, we picked one called Decadence Weekend, and it's like the biggest gay pride event uh. of like the, the southeast. 
Yeah. So I think there was an extra 200,000 people there that weekend, and they were all kidding. When we went to Miami uh, two years ago, it was a course spring break. You know, a bunch of college kids yeah. were going down there. But we went like two weeks before like the traditional, I think, like Miami kind of trip time. But there's yeah. still some people there. And we were off, you know, not towards like the actual like downtown city or whatever. But we went down there at some point. And like, you know, we walked a few blocks. And just within like a few blocks, you just see like, lines and crowds of dudes in just like speedos or you know thongs yeah and you're just like all right we're here to party all right (laughs) i'm gonna stay on this side of the street you know yeah well you know like i said i don't care different strokes different for sure i enjoy you know just having fun and as long as i'm not getting like pressured or like people are reaching out and grabbing on me you know, whatever. Do your thing. You want to be at assless chaps? That's cool. I, you know, whatever. I'm not gonna like, you know, whatever. I'm out there to have a good time. As long as everybody's having a good time, I don't care. Gay. So, whatever. Uh, what's that thing called where you like take the shots out of somebody's butt? Oh, I did you know that. I did that through a butt job. So I did it with Sarah. Not not a dude. <laughs> this is not through a butt either. It's through a pair of tits. Oh. But uh, it's like a Alabama Slammer or something like oh. that, where they had like this test tube full of liquor and slammed your face she like ripped slams your face into her tits and then like bends over and you just got to take the shot out of her tits and it was like a big girl <laughs> so i i had to grow speaking of tits what about sam tittle <laughs> oh did you so, look her up at all i did look her up yeah so we were uh also now we're getting a piece of equipment uh for the gym which if you don't know about the gym but point is we're driving back from Northern Virginia, and we passed this uh, campaign truck that, uh, or this trailer that had this, uh, this, this crazy looking woman on, like straight yeah. Karen looking woman on there, wearing like this USA kind of Uncle Sam type hat and outfit and everything. And it said like, um, United- I'm Doug Dimido. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it was like, um, vote Sam Tittle for you know United States President. We were like. What the hell is that? I thought at first, because of the name, I thought it was a fake name. I thought it was like a play on Uncle Sam, but it was like the woman version or something. Yeah. And then we look her up, and just she has this crazy look on her face. She's some like evangelicus who's like, just <laughs> pull up, pull up the, uh, the the quote on her website. I don't have my I'll phone. Yeah, it was something about. No, she, it's, it's it's. She's tried and true American. Yeah. yeah, it's just this crazy woman from uh, El Paso. But, uh, she and for this- president, yes. So she's and like when we say an, a trailer, this was like an RV, something you see at an RV park that was wrapped with her face on it, and yeah. it was pulled by so one. Of, one of her policies is a ten percent uh, FI tax. Uh, so it's gonna, I guess, be like everyone's tax is just ten percent or something like that. And she says, "quote." If it's good enough for God, it's good enough for the fat pig called government. <laughs> oh, so that's almost like tithing. You're supposed to give 10% to the yeah. church. Yeah. Yeah. So she's hard, hard uh, <laughs> religion. And then she's, yeah. And she's like, the Second Amendment's our last line of defense. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so we're all we're all on the hashtag Sam train apparently. The Sam train. She didn't ooh, she ooh. even spell hashtag right. It's hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how you know this is a grassroots campaign. <laughs> yeah, it is very grassroots. <laughs> it only gets one copyright. No, you know on. what that reminds me of? Have you all ever seen that video of that woman that's like talking about how the monster energy is like satanic? For satanic, yeah. And she's like bottoms up. And the devil laughs, or <laughs> something like <Yeah>. that. <laughs> this woman probably seems like that. Yeah, I but, just 
She's second AO. We gotta get her on the podcast. Yeah, dude, That's dude, what I bet you she's still in Virginia, dude. Damn. Because we passed her on 95 in northern Virginia. So, like, near Fredericksburg. She must be on the campaign trail, hitting it hard. She needs to stop through Richmond and say what's yeah. up. Oh, her name is Sheila Tittle, known as Sam. Damn. What does Sam stand for? Because it's Samantha? capitalized. No, it's S-A-M-M. And it's not her first name. Sammy? I'll have to figure out what it is. Yeah, we need I don't to... know. But it's Sam... Be something funny. We... We stand with Tittle. Yeah, we stand with Tittle for sure. <laughs> but y'all can that up. Oh, oh, it stands for Saving America's Majesty for Millions. That's a good name. Okay. Sam. Sam. <laughs> Sam Tittle. President Tittle. Good old, good old people. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, that was pretty fun. But getting back to the gym. So, yes. so Brock this and is the I, big reveal. Yeah, so mention yeah. it. What's up? Oh, yeah. So we finally obviously announced uh, what we've been kind of hinting at over months now is that maddie and i are opening up a gym it's going to be uh opening in october iron built gym is the name uh we started the instagram recently so you can look it up iron built gym exactly how it sounds follow that also go to the website sign up uh, you can put your email in we'll have a lot more information coming through that but uh yeah it's gonna be a bodybuilding strength type training gym so great for bodybuilders powerlifters just general fitness and lifting in general um you know, obviously free weights, machines, cables, turf, all that's going to be sweet. Uh, we're going to have Austin and Jim Flow sublease an office out of it as well, um, which lends a hand to not only his business growing, but also how awesome will it be to have a supplement company partnered with the gym, not only for selling and distributing product, but also the party in the gyms yes, we're going to have back huge. very soon. Huge. Those are going to be way bigger because, I mean, you know, the gym, you'll eventually see kind of the inside, but it's kind of broken into like three rooms. And I think the, uh, you know, the, the room we've been in at Gold's Laburnum, like, is probably half the size of just like one of those rooms. So it's like, you know, there's just going to be, the vents are going to be kick ass. Oh, yeah. I just can't wait. Because Obviously for be. the grand opening, but just every point in the gym, which I'm thinking I was going to tell you, I think we should do them like the first Saturday of every month, you know, to kind of kick off the month the right way. Yeah. And... I just can't wait for those. Those are going to be sweet. Loud music, good times. We'll probably have a lot more local vendors since we do have that flexibility and freedom. We don't got to get approval from Golds or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, man, those are going to be fun for the community. It and is like, coming. And, uh, yeah, it is coming. And uh, like I said, ideally early October, uh, but sometime in October for sure we'll be opening. We'll figure out the exact date uh, at some point. Uh, but we got a lot more machines coming. We have a lot already. Majority of equipment we already have. So... This past Saturday, we went up and got an extra T-bar row because it was a killer deal uh, on this one that feels so good, so smooth. Great mm-hmm. grips on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, gosh, it's going to be a kick-ass gym. we got a lot, lot, lot of work to do. God, i got massive to-do list. The past weekend, I've really been working from 5 a.m. to midnight all weekend. And uh, to be honest, it's draining, <laughs> but excited for it. Yeah, so we got a, uh, we got a contractor coming soon because we got to rip up some tiles and some carpets. Uh, we got to paint probably this weekend. We're going to start doing that. We obviously got to move in a lot of stuff as far as equipment, furniture, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, and the location, uh, we haven't released it exactly yet, although if you Google it, you can probably find the exact address. But uh, it's in Ashland, but it's like 12, 15 minutes outside of Richmond. So it's not far at all. If you live in Richmond, it's absolutely like a doable drive. And obviously, if you live in the Ashland area or Shore Pump, then it's, you know, same kind of distance. So yep. it'll be perfect. So with that being said, this is probably going to go up before the extra episode of. Talk about that. Yeah, so we did 
let's talk about a few months ago. We did make a trip down to pick up equipment yeah, before we, we even knew about the a spot. first. Yeah, so I mean, I had a few pieces of equipment basically for the gym, but the the majority of stuff we bought all back in like the last week in May, I believe. We drove down to uh, North Carolina, hit two different warehouses, and got, I believe, eight different machines and some floor mats. And uh, when we did that, when we drove, I mean, it was like eight hours total driving. So we filmed a podcast on the way. It's a really good one that kind of went in depth with how we saved the money, the whole <coughs> gym overall, what's it about. Because that was right after you got rejected from the first spot, too. Thanks, Griffin. No, no, no. no well, I'm I just know, saying no, like, know, that was I a know. good episode. Yeah, too, it was. Yeah. No, it was there. a really good episode because it really touched on the uh, the difficulties of starting a business in a gym. So, it, you know, for those of you that a lot of people have DM'd us asking like, oh, like how much money and how have you saved and do you have investors and all that, which the answer is no. Uh, you need to watch the podcast, which will come out, I guess, the day after this one, basically. And then we'll be posting a video for the, of all the equipment the day that podcast comes out. So Wednesday which I guess it'll probably be tomorrow. Yes. Go watch the video. It's on my YouTube channel. Just oh, no. Look up. Wednesday's two days from now. Today's Monday. Well, I know when today is, but the time oh, the podcast yeah, gotcha. is up. Gotcha. Sorry. Gosh. I know. But what I'm saying is, All Nothing Show is going to have a bonus yeah. podcast. Bonus so this week. Keep, keep a really your eyes good open. one, too. Yeah. Probably one of the better ones. I really enjoyed it, and I feel like there's a lot of good detail and valuable information you can apply to your life with it. Um, I don't know if you want to go too into detail on some of the stuff maybe related to the gym before we flesh it all the way out, but do you want to talk on a little bit of like what your vision for this is and like kind of your choice for aesthetic or like the environment? Yeah, Yeah, love it. This is it. This is it. Um, Vision is just, you know, a a community that, I don't know, I feel like there's a couple problems with like gym culture right now in Richmond. I know we we had that question asked like months ago and didn't really want to get into it because of, you know, we had this in our back pocket basically, but I feel like there's two problems with gym cultures. Like one, you have the commercial side to where usually the people that own the gym, they don't lift there, you know. I mean, there's some you know some that do, but oftentimes they aren't. So the you know, the the new equipment they buy, where they invest money, um, how often they're connected with the members just isn't there so that you don't really have a place that's like close knit that, you know, you just, you know, every member, you all, you know, all the members support and know each other. And, you know, I just feel like there wasn't that one kind of center place where people are excited about, you know, people just kind of gym hop and whatever. It's not like they have that kind of center go-to place. So there's that. And then also I just wanted a place that was kind of built for bodybuilding and lifting. I didn't want a place necessarily that's going to cater to everything, cardio, a kid zone, you know, classes, all that. I wanted a place that had the best machines and when we find newer machines or we want to swap out ones or you know add that's where the money's going it's going to better equipment it's going to things that people like and that love and that want to use and um you know we can just grow into this building and just make it you know the best gym possible so you know when it comes to you know rogue racks or new dumbbells and you know different machines that i feel like you know one thing we talked about a lot is i feel like you go into gold you go into any gym and there's like five row machines or five chest presses but you only end up using one or two because those are like the actually good ones or your yeah. favorites. Well, why don't we just say the hell with the other shit that no one ever touches that just collects dust. Just get the machines that are worth a damn that people actually love, you know, and actually, you know, put the money towards good quality machines. So that's kind of what we're doing. Uh, it's what we plan on doing. The aesthetic will be kind of like dark, sleek, you know, it's going to be black walls, but, you know, some colors mixed in. We're going to have... Um, you know, decals, flags. It's going to be 
it'll be nice. It's hard to describe just off audio, but uh, there'll be there'll be more detail coming out. Like I said, once we paint and everything, if you follow the Instagram, you'll see things as they come through. But uh, I'm just excited for kind of again, like what what we can do as far as the gym, but also what we can do as far as events, uh, especially like I said with you know gym flow continuing to grow. Yep, it'll be uh, great to have that partnership. So I think. You know, I love how you mentioned on pretty much cherry picking machines and equipment that are going to be used, like favorites, fan favorites, tried and true ones that, you know, they aren't just there to fill space and like fill out the gym. But not only that, I think this gym, Iron Built, is going to be something even bigger than just its equipment, its paint. It's going to be an actual culture that we're going to be, you know, hopefully cultivating out of this. And not hopefully, we are going to. And it's going to be about work, discipline, coming in feeling at home yeah you know? that's another thing is that you know it's bigger than equipment here's yeah well exactly and that's when i started this gym or when you know i started this idea of really making it happen the biggest thing you know when i was talking to maddie talking to you guys was i was like what makes you know a gym what what makes people drive up to go see the shop what makes people like love going like alpha lead or whatever it is it's never the equipment. It's yeah, never book a whole flight to Texas too, just to yeah, go to that gym. Yeah. I mean of course that's a little bit of Christian Guzman and all that. Yeah. But just in general, like what makes a gym? A lot I mean, yes, equipment is important and for, I mean that's what you're using. But at the end of the day, like what makes you excited to go there is culture. And, you know, it's not as simple as, you know, what the gym's built around, but it's you know, it's the clientele, it's knowing each other, it's supporting each other, it's not being based around ego or, oh, look at how much I can lift or, you know, oh God, it's it's Dave coming in with his friends, they're going to take the squat rack for the next two hours and just like, you know, throw weights around and leave it once they're done, you know. Like we're not going to have that culture where people are just leaving plates and machines racked fully with 405 or whatever it is. We're going to have people that have etiquette, that, that you know, that practice just discipline, that are humble that are just good, you know, supportive people to be around. If you're being a dickhead, we'll just cancel your membership. And that's the advantage that we have versus like a commercial gym is we're not doing this. We're really not doing this for money. There's not that much financial gain in gyms if you don't know that. There's really not, you know, that that financial advantage. So we're not doing this for money. There's not much money to be made uh, via gym. So, you know, we're doing the, doing this for the right reasons gives us a lot more flexibility to really create, I think, the, the right culture and community that we want. Uh, there was something else I was going to touch on too that just kind of slipped my mind, but uh, something uh, I can't remember who I was telling that to. But in the past couple of days, um, I was just saying too. You know, one thing that I'm excited about for this is kind of the shared passion that we all have to build it up and maintain it, and mm-hmm. kind of like you said, you know, really keep the fire of that that intention alive yes yeah um just because you know like i used to go to wolfgang's and i liked it for what it was kind of being a intentional like bodybuilding gym but there is something almost like the like a mall on the edge of its last legs like going over there you could just tell that like the owners it was just kind of like a project that had gone to the back burner if that makes sense so like for me i'm excited about just being able to you know really kind of keep that that spirit up and also like you know i'm even excited to just like keep it clean and like maintain and other things like that just to like take pride in that too and i think that's going to be something that really is maybe not like It'll kind of be felt from the members and the people that are there. Yeah, I mean, I will kind of look forward to kind of keeping it pristine and in good condition and and kind of feeling alive. If that makes sense. Yeah, I I mean, I want it to be a place that that's the thing. It kind of reminded me what I wanted to say was I want it to be a place that people, 
you know, just because they're like, oh, I'm passing by the gym, I'm going to stop by and see everybody. Like, I want it to be a gym that you, you, you love the, the environment, the community, the relationship you have with people so much that you stop by just to say what up or just to hang out just because yep. you're close by, not even to lift. Yeah. That's the type of culture community we want where, you know, again, like I said, the equipment <laughs> doesn't make it. It helps. It adds to it. It builds it. But, you know, the base has to start with culture. I really – I've been coming off what you're saying, and I was going to mention earlier, but, you know, besides it being the equipment, the environment, the culture, I mean, deeper into the culture is this needs to be a place or is going to be a place that we hope you do come out and hang and feel that vibe or that, that, uh, that pull towards it to become better. And once you're there, you're in an environment – to want to become better, push yourself a little bit harder, hold yourself to a higher standard. Know that like this is a team effort and this is going to be like, you know, we're all in it for the same yeah. reason. And it's it's not going to be a, a me, this is me, Jim. This is, look at me. Uh, this is going to be a team, Jim, yeah. you know? And yeah. a place that you can go in there and feel like, damn, everybody's pushing. I feel like I'm getting pushed. I need to be holding myself up a little bit harder. Yeah, I, I want you know? a place that kind of kind of raises you to kind of push to another level. But at the same time, as you mentioned, like, you know, I just feel like a lot of these gyms, they get people that are so egotistical over, I mean, you might be the strongest person at your gym, but what does that mean? You're, you're the strongest at a commercial gym? Yeah. I mean, there's so many other gyms and other, other like athletes in the world, you, you know, you're nothing to them. And, you know, I think people just have to put into perspective that, uh, you know, you really, as cheesy as it is, you're just competing with yourself. You know, even if you do obviously go and bodybuild in a, in a show or powerlift in a meet, you know, I mean... I, I want people to push themselves and be proud of themselves and have pride, but there's a line between like pride and kind of arrogance. Yeah. And, you know, I just want a place that where, you know, I mean, there's so many people at Gold's or at Carriage when I lift it there that it's like, I just kind of marvel at their strength, but I'm also not, you know, but, you know, when I, I drop a comment or a compliment to them, you know, they'll joke back with me or they'll say something nice about whatever I'm doing training, even if it's weaker than them. Yeah. Because it's not a ba- it's not a competition between everybody. But at the same time, um, it's a uh, it, it is an environment, a culture that embodies kind of hard work and discipline. Is that, yeah. That's what we want. Yeah, and even like on my aspect, I hope people just come in like with any goals, whether it's not even fitness, just yeah. like business or just wanting yeah. to like do something with themselves, like chase that passion, quit their job. I would love to like just have people come in with that mindset. And that's what I want to like open people's minds to like, Hey, you can do it for yourself. You can, you know, chase off and do that job or build that business or that company, you know, cause obviously we're doing it and have been doing it. So I'm, I'm hoping that it, it just, this place opens people's minds physically and mentally for, you know, anything that they want to do in life. For real. And that's, you know, I'm sure that sounds cheesy, but like, dead, dead serious. I hope people show up with some goals. But, uh, yeah, so obviously extra bonus podcast popping off Wednesday. Not sure what time. What time is that going to pop off? We're gonna uh, put it- the, the video is going up at 1, and I think I referenced it that the link is in the description. Right, so, so probably you can drop, it, drop it Wednesday like, morning. Yeah, or perfect, perfect. Whenever it'll be good. But uh, so out of all the equipment that you got so far, what do you think is going to be your favorite? Gosh. Uh, Let's talk about it a little bit. I gotta think of everything, cause that pec deck is so smooth. It is butter. I'll tell you what mine is. I've been thinking about it, and I forgot that it's there. It's a gym. That flat bench isolateral hammer. That's. I was gonna say that. I one's can't wait probably, to load that bitch up with four oh, plates and just yeah, four plates oh, yeah. and just, and just drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. I, I think. Do like uh, one at a time. <laughs> I think I'll do it by 
God damn, they're all so good. But th- that's, again, what we wanted to do uh-huh. is get stuff that, I mean, it's hard to choose your favorite. Yeah. I'd say, uh, as far as back, I'd say I'm either most excited about the T-bar, T-bar we just got or the uh, the hammer strength pull down, the, under, the underhand. Okay. Again, like, you know, I have no problem buying machines that other gyms already have. I I feel like going overly you know, unique or expensive on certain things isn't always necessary. I think, you know, your tried and true hammer strength, yep. if it's a good one, bring it in. Uh, so, like, you know, we have a, one of those pull-downs, hammer strength, and I love that one. Uh, so that, you know, that or the T-bar probably for back. For chest, definitely the uh, the flat isolateral. Dude, that's going to feel amazing. Money. Yeah. Even that, with no weight on it, it felt good, which I'm sure they'll see in the, this next yeah. video probably, right? Yeah. We yeah, in the next video, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was just hiding in the corner. It yeah. was, yeah. The diamond it, in the rough. Was, I talked to you guys. I was like, I hope they have that there because I want it. Was it. In the back, it was and, in the very yeah, no, back corner. Griffin goes, hey, Brock, it's over here. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that when you're mad at me for getting the watermelon drink. <laughs> now, I'll still uh, charge He's worth you. something now, I'm still going to charge for membership. Um. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> but that's definitely going to be the chest. It even kind of like converges a little bit in the middle. That's going to be a nice one. Uh, that pec deck is good, though. Um, I'm trying to think what else we got. I know I'm we got excited for that unique row. That we yeah, the star, yeah, the Star Trek row is going to yeah. be nice. I haven't seen that anywhere. I've seen that, that like line of machines at a crunch before, but that is a really unique piece. I think that's going to be a really good row. Also to mention, whoever might be watching and knows a plug on equipment, yeah. Griffin and I are looking for a cap machine. Yeah, uh, and even if there's some good deals on other machines, like, you know, we're, we're mostly kind of like, you know, we have a few, like two or three other pieces that we need as far as machines. But, like I said, if there's good deals, if there's a cap raise, mm, um, you know, be, be on the lookout. pull over. Yeah, I mean, if y'all see if y'all see anything, you know, send it to DM or send it on Facebook or something, and yeah. uh, we'll check it out. Um, but, uh... So, let me ask this, too. Um... You know, I feel like through this whole process, my thought this whole time has kind of been like, dang, I really thought that, you know, saving the money would be the hardest part. But I'm very impressed with the fact that you've been able to juggle so many moving parts and like paperwork and contacts and time frame and scheduling and ordering and this and that and still continue to do the work that you were already doing before and has without somebody really to like keep you in check if that makes sense so yeah to be <laughs> has that been pretty hard or like nerve-wracking all right i'll tell you to be honest um you know I i'm guess, a goddamn genius yeah, i'm the fucking i'm the i'm a beast yeah no from an outside perspective i can see how you can look at it and be like this guy is like incredible and in some ways i am no but uh <laughs> but it has been hard to juggle some things. Luckily, though, they've kind of been a little slow. So, like, you know, we'll tour one or two properties at a time. You know, get denied by one or two at a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is a lot of, like, you know, kind of get some things in order. Okay, we'll order this, store that. Um, I think being out of school and having this quarantine slowed things a little bit so I can kind of appropriately make the right decisions. Uh, but... The past week, once we got the lease signed, I mean, we only signed it Wednesday. Uh, things have been going like a thousand miles per hour. So, you know, ordering stuff's easy. Like you said, like you thought saving the money, which saving the money is ne- not necessarily the hardest thing, but it's the longest thing. So it takes time. But 
Buying stuff's easy. You just put it in the order, you know. I mean, I mean, I need to make sure I can get these weight plates in time for us to open. So that might be a little difficult. Not not due to our our financial situation, but just because things are showing back order from people buying out for their home gyms. But uh, buying stuff is easy. Paperwork is a little tricky and expensive if you try and go the lawyer route, as I uh, have realized. But um, it's more just, like you said, juggling so many different things because, like, you know, I am still doing all my freelance work, which takes me multiple hours a day. And that's not only uh, finances for the gym, but obviously personal finance. So I need to obviously obviously keep that going. Um, And that wouldn't be so hard if it wasn't for all the different things that we have to do at the gym right now. So driving back and forth, picking up different stuff. I mean, that's hours in the car, hours I'm not able to be at my computer or work, uh, answer a lot of emails. This week is packed full of different things they got to do. I got a contractor coming Wednesday. Meanwhile, still trying to keep up YouTube content, trying to keep up Instagram content. So, uh, you know, people that think that it's easy, it's definitely not easy. You're not going to have free time. Uh, like I said, all weekend I have worked from 5 a.m. to midnight. Both nights I had four and a half hours of sleep last night, and I'm sure I'll have a lot of nights like that coming up. And, uh, uh, but it's what it's about. It's what Boss, it. babe. Boss, babe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're now certified. Yeah. I'm not anything special. I just, you know, you just have to make the you, sacrifice. Yeah, you pick you pick which board, what you want to do. You whether sit Well, or I like what, uh, you know, and Seth isn't the innovator of this word, but, you know, Seth Royce, he always talked about his dad used to say, you know, pick your, uh, pick your 16. You know, you got 16 hours a week, pick your 16. What, you know, what are you doing during those 16? And, you know, some people always push back against the old, you know, and everyone has 24 hours a day, and someone's like, well, what if you have kids, and, and this and that, but it's like, fuck them kids now. <laughs> it's like, well, at the end of the day, like, their future relies on you, At the end of the day, so. you know, yeah, you have decisions you have to make, you have time, and a lot of times when you think, oh, I, you know, I don't have time for this, you do, because there's, there's Netflix, Netflix shows you can cancel out, there's swiping time on Instagram you can cut out, there's uh, definitely time in the day, but uh, I'll tell you right now, I feel like there's not enough time in the day. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. But, you know, th- things will definitely, you know, I think once we get up in there and get a groove, probably the first month will definitely be hectic. But I think once well, we get a groove, it'll be a once lot. Once we can get this contractor work done and we can actually set things up, paint and do all that, yeah. it'll fly by. I think August will be hectic. September will be easier. It's just getting equipment in and, like, you know, finishing touches, setting up software, all yeah. that. But as far as, like, yeah, I mean. The actual manual kind of physical renovation stuff, that's that's going to be a little bit of a bitch. But, uh, but man, it's going to be nice. We were, I know we were envisioning it last night and mm-hmm. just made me smile because I just know how it's going to be. I know. Sitting in the rain with the power out, just like excited for what's to come. So we something know something very metaphorical about that. So we know once we can't afford that power bill, what it sounds like to sit yeah. there in the silence. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny though to look back on like different moments in uh, the past year or two and just think about, you know, like when I was in this position, like what was I thinking? What was I doing? What did I have in mind? And then like if I would have known where I'd be right now four months ago before COVID or something like that, it'd just be weird. You know, because I feel like we just lucked upon this this property really well at the right time, the right place, uh, right everything, and yeah, I feel like things are just falling into place. Not easily, but they're falling. Yeah. You know, I, and I don't want to be one of those people because I sometimes do believe there is luck out there, but you were, you were looking. You were going out of your way. You were taking that time to look. You know, most people be like, oh, you must have been lucky. No, I tell you, you, were, no, you were lurking. I wasn't lucky. And I, another thing is like, 
every time we were looking for a property, I was like, oh, I hope this is it. And then, you know, in, my, in the back of my mind, I was like, if we don't get this one, I don't know what else it's is over. out there. And then we, we didn't get it. And then we're like, okay, let's look. And then there'll be, oh, there's one or two right here. Let's try these. And then it's like, damn, I don't think there's anything else out there. And it's like, oh, one or two, let's try these. And eventually, you know, and that was trying to do it on our own, which maybe, you know, we, we made some naive steps here or there. I don't think that was stupid per se, but it was definitely better to reach out to an agent. Uh, and we ended up having these two properties, which eventually you'll see in a vlog. And one of them obviously being what we got. And it's funny because I wasn't even going to check out this property because the pricing they wanted was pretty astronomical. We weren't going to be able to afford it. Weren't really that close. But, you know, just by the way the situations were, the way the cookie crumbled, um, we were able to uh, negotiate for aggressive pricing and uh, got what we wanted. Honestly, a lot more than of what we wanted than I thought. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just... It's like you said, it's a little bit of, you know, luck, but at the same time, we went through a lot of heartbreak, a lot of, I mean, if you watch the first, you know, episode of the YouTube, um, I mean, y'all hadn't seen it until just recently. I mean, I, I was fucking depressed, man. And like I said, like I mentioned in the video, I was at a family dinner and like my heart just sunk and like I, you know, I walked out on like the deck to like, you know, text back the, uh, Cry the guy whatever. Now I wasn't crying, but I was <laughs> just so depressed and Maddie was pissed at me. She's like, it's okay. Just like, you know. Blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things that uh, you feel, a lot of these things are out of your control. Like, if, like you talked about saving money. You thought that would be the, uh, the hard part. And, uh, I'll tell you, it's not because you are in control of that. You're in control of, like, your income, at least to an extent, you know. So you just put in the hours, put in the work, save for your dream, whatever it is, whether it's a gym or whatever. It's a trip, a vacation, your kid's Christmas, whatever it is. But when it's something out of your control that's really just someone wanting to take your business, your money, or whatever, especially during COVID, it's like fuck, man. You know, yep. you don't have a choice. So, hmm. tough stuff. Leaving you all speechless. I know. Speechless. I'm just thinking about it. So, this so is, what are your plans for the Gym Flow HQ? What do you What do you think is the next <sighs> steps? Because I texted you last week about goals. You don't have to go into the goals, but well, I haven't set any have, goals for the actual place. Why well, now? But you can brainstorm. I'll give you a second while I'm talking. Yeah. Is uh, on the way there. Um, of course, Griffin couldn't make it. It was sad. But uh, I know that would have been fun. I know it's okay. We'll have more moments. But Austin and I were kind of brainstorming, talking a lot about gym flow in the future, and everything. And a week ago, I sent him some texts about setting goals and objectives, and kind of you know, even if they're not super specific, it'll kind of give you more direction on exactly you know where this place can be. Because I see so much potential, and we talked about, it, and I feel like it's taken off a lot in the past year as far as upgrades on labels, products, uh, vision skits, everything like that. Mm -hmm. And so. Um, I'm just, you know, wondering now that you have a legit kind of HQ place, you're built into a gym. We're going to have these part of the gyms every, you know, month. I feel like there's a lot that can be done and brainstormed. That's something too, before you get into that, Austin, I feel like, I don't know if you guys have felt this way, but like one thing I'm very excited for, I feel like I got this just feeling of, you know, as this all starts to come into play, I feel like life is going to feel so much more like maximized if that makes sense not in terms of income per se but i just feel like it's going to be so much fun to to create to work hard to like set more goals and to really not focus on not just kind of being passive or going through things but really kind of staying on top of yourself and your work or other things like that too i feel like just kind of being in the shared environment you know in all aspects will really be fun to 
I don't know. It's it's weird to kind of be excited for like, oh, it's, we're gonna work hard going forward or other things like that. I but I just am feel like, man, it. and maybe you know, I have grown up in a lot of fortunate situations. You know, I obviously didn't like start from the ground or you know just get you know some huge obstacles thrown at me like some people are just you know in bad situations, but. I almost just feel like life is just out there and it's up to you to just kind of... I feel like life is so malleable. I feel like you can really just shape whatever you want it to be. I feel like if you put in the work, you have the vision, you stay positive, you take the right steps and do it the right way, I feel like it's just out there for the taking. I really do. I feel like there's there's so many people that just kind of sit in their position that it's easy to, once you step out of that and you actually try to put in the work, I mean, it's, it's there. I think most people, and I want to cut, cut on two points, but most people, and even me thinking back, like it's before I started taking action on stuff, I didn't have enough confidence to believe in myself, to know that I could do it myself. You know, it's that first step of taking action on something. It could be something small, but just building some self-confidence, some like a sense of accomplishment in your life. They're like, hey, man, I did that myself. And then you stack, you double down on the next thing you do. You double down, yeah. and the next thing you know, you're like, damn, I can literally do whatever I want. And I still have a tough time believing that in some situations, but it's getting better, hella, hella better. Yeah. You'd almost think you would like trick yourself into yeah. being like, oh, it'll be easy. But I feel like every every time, you almost have to look back on it and be like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I oh, thought. Oh, yeah, there's so much shit well, that tripped you know, me I up. I hate to compare it to uh, you know someone like Christian Guzman, but it's the same concept. I mean, when he was 19, he, he opened his tiny little like, 1600 like, square foot gym. There's no way he was thinking about alpha land, but it's one step at a time. It's, oh, let me get this gym successful. Oh, let me move into a bigger place. Let me launch this company. Oh, well, that went pretty well. Let me try and launch a different company. And it's just you build upon like yeah. the things, the successes that you have, the goals you have. You have failures. You learn from them. And you go for it again. You don't just like, you know, you don't just, it's, I'll make an analogy to baseball, you know, you strike out your first at bat. You don't go up there the next time, you know, just to kind of sit there and strike out again. You're still going to take your swing. Oh yeah. So there's no sense, there's no sense in sitting there and letting the strikes going to go by you. You might as well take your swing and, uh, you know, at least you put something into play. An error might happen. They might overthrow the first baseman, you Mm -hmm. know, which could just be luck, you know, so. Things just happen. And, you know, as long as you're trying, like I said, I feel like life is malleable. I feel yeah. like you can really make it what you want. That doesn't mean you're going to be a millionaire. It doesn't mean your business is going to work the first, second, third time. But as long as you're trying, as long as you're positive, as long as you're, I feel like, doing the right thing, I feel like life comes to you. Yeah, you know? most definitely. And with the gym now, I definitely think we have put our, ourselves into, you know, Brock obviously has taken much more of the risk. Yeah. But we have put ourselves in that much more of a position to be all in on ourselves and not have, you know, ourselves will be our own limitation now. Yeah. You know, we don't have anybody else to have to get approval from. It'll be our spot. Now with that comes more risk, but even higher reward, you know, and obviously you just can't jump from start, you know, point A to straight to this. You have to take steps and, you know, build up confidence in yourself, learn what to do, what not to do. And we're still yeah. learning obviously, but this this gym, this whole move, us partnering and growing a team and like a environment and a culture within ourselves and everybody else that's going to tag along will just put us, like I said, only, you know, our only limitations will now be ourselves. Yeah, that's true. But uh, anyways, going over like a little bit of my thoughts on my uh, HQ headquarters, first worldwide headquarters of Gymflow. Um, I don't know. It's coming with a lot of extra space. So uh, right now I'm in a small bedroom, maybe 300 square foot. I don't even know. I'd say the office might be what three of these at least. 
at least like three and a half. Maybe, close yeah, to maybe it. a four. Um, but definitely looking to brand it a whole lot more and make it my own. Cause right now I'm in my mom's house going out and moving out of mom's. Yeah, Hell yeah. Moving out of mom's ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. <laughs> You're 30 now. Yeah. <laughs> mom, yeah. what about wings? <laughs> Are the pizza rolls ready? <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've been renting a room from her for months now, which has helped us. You know, I think a lot of people need to swallow their pride and ego, you know, when doing something like this, you know, trying to find the best way to cut overhead costs, yeah. you know, because when you're a startup like this, if your overhead's stupid crazy, you're going to set yourself up to fail. So even all the speed bumps and like kicks in the dicks we've gotten with Jim Flow, which I'm sure we still have plenty more to come, you know, just learning. It's, it's surprising that we've been able to like, you know, still stay on the river and keep moving down it, you know. So and I think it's things like this, you know, swallowing the pride, the ego, renting. Getting help from family, blah, 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 to, you know, keep the overhead down. But anyways, talking about the setup, I definitely want to do some painting. Like I mentioned, maybe a black wall on some part, but keeping the office white. And our, our podcast, the All or Nothing Show, is definitely getting a huge upgrade. Right now, we're starting off with a nice backdrop, nice little wood backdrop. And I'm going to probably do a little vlog uh, probably this coming weekend as we paint. And I'll probably go buy some glue for the uh, wall and whatnot. But besides that... Upgraded mics. Yeah, I was going to talk about. It. I was going to look into mics. Oh, You're going to see yeah. about a budget. I'm going to set up a little something. Maybe start setting some money aside for that. But that might be a little bit down the road until we get yeah. figured out with product and whatnot. Um, but definitely starting to set things up and uh, you know improve what I've been doing. You know, yeah. um, obviously the podcast doesn't really make a source of income yet, so trying to make sure until it's still on a budget. Tushy sponsorship. Yeah, until we get that tushy, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a few other things that I just like the brand and uh, make it more of a business instead of not not that it's a hobby now, but make it more of a lucrative like gym flow base. I do. When you come, say, you though, know it's gym flow. You know, I remember thinking back about. I guess it was the last nut bash when we were driving home. You just talking about wanting to pull the trigger and quit your job as uh, a compel trainer back yeah. then. And I will say, like you know. Thinking about back then, I don't know if you would think that at this point, even despite the quarantine, you'd be fully working for yourself and then about to move into a like a designated space and stuff like that too. So it is nice sometimes to look back on some of the, you know, bumps in the road or maybe some of those kind of make or break decisions yeah. that you've made for yourself too and just realize how far you come since that. Looking too. back, working for a contracting job for personal training. That one step, that weekend, you know, I was going to start working with Trick2G, who's a, a partner or a collaborative partner with ours with the product, but he's a gamer and I was going to start filming with him full time or, you know, try and help him out and make some money on the side. He was like, yo, quit your job. He was like, regardless. And this is verbatim, his words. He was like, yo, quit your job. He was like, even if, you know, we don't end up doing video together, he was like, you're going to make more money doing it by yourself. And I didn't believe him at first. I was like, dude, why would I quit that? Like they, you know, it's my steady paycheck. He's like, just dude, just quit it. He's like, I'll I'll get you money for like your first month or so, definitely. He's like, we'll figure something out. But I quit. Fortunately, unfortunately, I worked for him for a month, and after that, he, <laughs> he was like, yo, uh, we got a different editor because I you know, I'm not good at videos. I try my best, but obviously, I'm not up to par with you know what he was looking for, which is okay. But you know, I strapped up my boots, my my uh, training shoes, and I was like, all right, it's time to get to work, and I'm doing way more. Uh, 
better. I, that's not good grammar. I do way more better. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm still retarded, but I, I, I'm doing much better on my own. And it's that was a huge confidence boost, confidence boost right there, knowing that you know, you might be scared to jump out of that that job that you might not be happy with, but. If you do it, you can make it happen. You can figure it out, yeah. you know, once you're doing it for yourself. And there is something, too. Like, you know, I, I feel like I still have just gotten my feet wet in that regard. But, like, for the past year or more, you've been telling me the same thing after you quit of, like, come on, man, cut yourself free, cut yourself free. Yeah. And I feel like I've always had kind of, like, one got foot by the still balls. in the door <laughs> as far as just, like, you know, like, I want to be smart about this. Like, I, That's what I'm I don't want to be, like making a hasty decision that's going to maybe make me worse off than I was and then burnt out of what I originally wanted to do. But, you know, the way things kind of fall into place, like it is kind of funny, like you say, that even though I've kind of just started doing my own thing, I've been blown away of like people that were formerly once a week are now wanting to do four times a week with me or like other things that, you know, I never would have thought that that would fall into my lap. But on the same at the same time, I don't know if you felt this way too. Like, you know, we have put in the time and energy and, and kind of passion and kind of personal relations into training or other things like that, that it is a good feeling when it does kind of like pay off in that regard too. So I don't know. It is kind of funny too, because I feel like, uh, even just being kind of fresh into working for yourself, I feel like I'm excited about every day and like it's kind of like sky's the limit and it's like even if i can't uh if if i have kind of some bumps in the road like last week with some extra expenses or other things like that it's like in my head i know that oh well i know what to do to to recover from that or like make more other things like that it's never just a oh well i guess this is it like time to just hang it up yeah if i can touch on that so like when i first because i feel like Depending on what when you officially did it, I might have, you know, uh, basically fully dropped out of school or committed to video work full-time around the same time. And, uh, you know, when I first tossed that idea to Maddie, she was, like, terrified. She even was, like, tearing up because she was like, you know, like, what if this happens? Like, what are people going to think? And, and this and that. And, you know, do you have enough money and all that? And uh, it's one of those things because, like you said, the sky is the limit, but also, like, the ground's the limit, too. Yeah. High risk, so high reward. It's high risk, high reward. But I, like I said, I feel like life is so malleable that, like you said, you know what to do to make more money. You either got to increase your clientele or you got to increase the sessions or you got to increase the price, you know. I mean, it's, it's just up to you to work more hours. It's up to you to find more clients. It's up to you to do whatever. And so you know that, you know, if, if shit hit the fan – you're definitely going to have that motivation to go and search for new clients, to do everything you can to find and make that extra dollar because, you know, you have that option. When you work for someone, they can cut your hours. They can stop you from working overtime. They can not give you a raise. They can do whatever. But when you work for yourself, it's up to you, you know, and that's the best That's the best thing, and that's, that's freedom. Yeah, well, getting back to when you said, uh, you know, months ago, you're probably a year. I was telling yeah. you to quit your job. And this goes for both of you, you know, that point where you quit and things transition smoothly and may not transition smoothly for everybody, but for most of, at least both of y'all, y'all are doing well and able to pay your bills, obviously, jumping out of that nest and getting away and doing your own thing. It's just because y'all are good dudes. Y'all have the right intentions. Y'all are going to do good work. You're going to take care of your customers, or your clients. You know, you have the right intentions. You aren't dicking people over, you know, and I wouldn't have mentioned that if you were like a shy, a shysty dude or a shady dude, because I would have known you would have fucking caved, you know, nosedived straight down. But both y'all are doing good shit, and y'all 
you know, y'all care about what you do. So it shows and mm-hmm. word of mouth. You know, it's 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 just tenfold once you you know take care of somebody. Yeah, and I was right gonna thing. say uh, to plug the gym. If you are a freelance trainer or no freelance trainer that is interested in training at our gym, uh, definitely hit us up. Like I say, either on Instagram, either to me directly or to the gym, because we are gonna probably go up to ten. I think freelance trainers, um, not including Austin. So Griffin, I guess, would be number one. So the spots are filling up fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, yeah, and look- it will be a tribunal of. People that will hire you. So there's a panel interview. interview. Panel. Yeah. Panel interview. Yeah, we'll have an interesting interview. Yeah. Fuck, Mary, kill. But, go. Yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have good questions. But anyway, uh, but yeah, definitely hit me up because we, we, you know, we're definitely interested in that. And, and at least in September, I think we're going to have equipment in so people can start training. We should have dumbbells by then. So we'll kick off that earlier. So if you're interested in training, even before it opens, have that exclusivity. I hope I pronounced that right. That sounded good. Exclusive, exclusivity, exclusivity. Let's go with that. I said Holy it right. Then hit me up. But anyway, I'll, a- advertisement over. So, over. I guess it depends on the day and who's feeling it. But like, who's HR? You today? Who's me today? Is I think it, it should today? be Maddie because she's a people pleaser. Yeah. I feel like just based off what we we're talking about before the podcast, if Griffin was HR. He'd just get walked over. We'd walk right oh, over. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, like, uh, you can say, get a free membership. Yeah, you'd say, <laughs> yeah, you'd say. Um, Austin, you know, I heard you cursed at a, uh, at a member and shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. All right. Just I'll try stop. not to do it next time. Just, just, no, I'm just messing around. Yeah. Use no, brick. Dude. Don't, don't use that. So I'm going to have to, sli- I'm going to have to grease Maddie up with some dollar bills to like let things slide. Yeah. Dollar bills, not just greasing her up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, anyways, regardless, it's, you know, we're all doing good things. So I think it shows. Yeah. And, you know, that's all you've got to do out there. Just make sure you got the right intentions. Do good. Do what, do how you'd want to be treated. And things, people will talk about you and refer you. Business will grow, whatever you're doing, you know, people will look after you. It's crazy because that's how literally my training's been growing. At least every month, I've been gaining another client or two clients or this, this been happening, that's been happening. It's just word of mouth because you do the right thing, you take care of people. That's, I guess, the moral of that. We want to break into these questions? Yeah, for sure. So uh, this is Answer the Internet by Barstool Sports, and we're starting off. These are questions as fucked up as you are, so be ready. If you could have the perfect body as long as you never drank or did drugs again, but you could eat whatever you want, would you do it? That was a long question. This is the easiest question because <laughs> I don't drink or do drugs. I know. Of course. Yeah, so if no, for sure, if I had the perfect body for life, and just could never drink or do drugs, but I could eat whatever I want, fuck yeah. Is that a, is that a poll? No, I was gonna say I want to meet the person that that wouldn't do that. Well, no, like drinking's. I mean, drugs definitely aren't worth it. I can get away with not doing drugs for the rest of my life, but drinking, uh, drinking's fun. Of what fun. If, what if the question included? What if pre-workout fell under drugs? Ooh. I guess I'm going to be a sloppy mess the rest of my life. (laughs) No fever? Yeah, dude. But uh, no, definitely, especially if you could eat, like, because food's a drug sometimes, you know? So I'm I'm ready to eat. Hell yeah. I'm taking it. That's an easy question. Would you rather know every time someone talks shit about you over text or every time someone talks shit about you out loud? I feel like out loud stings more. Because text, people can be petty through text and not really, you know, not not to say they don't mean it, but like it's like less hurt. I don't know. But if people are talking, it's like, oh, they took the time to actually say that shit. Yeah, people texting, it, it's kind of like, meh. You know, people are going to talk. But when it's over, uh, 
Yeah, when it's out loud, they got the confidence to say that. That's what I'm saying. Kind of want to hit them up, be like, "All right, let's say it to my face." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I feel like the ability to approach them and like let them know that you knew. I, <laughs> yeah. I knew. I made an agreement with the genie from this car. Yeah. All right, last question. Answer the internet. Would you rather be an extremely good-looking person paralyzed or a hideous, fully functioning person? Hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Reread it again. I need to know my options. Basically, you're extremely good-looking, but you're paralyzed. Okay. Or you're hideous, but you're fully functioning. Do I at least have a monster cog on me if I'm ugly? It's paralyzed. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, if I'm <laughs> no, ugly. ugly. Oh, oh, oh. If I'm ugly, do I at least have a monster hog? I'm definitely going to go with the fully functioning because I just feel like you can't enjoy life as much if you're paralyzed. Yeah. You're just good looking, but what can you do with the good looking if you can't, yeah. you can't feel the advantages? Yeah, that's a good point. And at least if you're ugly as shit, you could at least hit the gym. Yeah. Yeah. I could at least try I mean, and get my pump looks on. pretty ugly on the car. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dudes from the Goonies. You could at least be like funny and rich and in good shape. And yeah. just know that whole time of like. It's not I the appearance move. that matters. It's, yeah. it's what's on the inside that matters. So, uh, I guess to polish this bad boy off, Gym Flow Updates Overcome Store hasn't come in yet, but we did get a sample of Green Monster All or Nothing Monster. that's getting revamped. The boys are going to try it over the next day or so as well. Yeah, but I definitely think it's a go-ahead. I think we're going to move with it. So Green Monster, if you have tried it and you're like, ah, it isn't the best flavor, it's going to be it's going to be not very, very, very good. That way when you buy it, you can hate it twice and know you definitely oh, don't like it. <laughs> it's definitely not for me. No, you won't be, you won't be wasting your money with either of them. You know. Um, but Overcome still isn't in, so that's a huge update. Uh, that's the story of my life. Shit, what's going to open first, the gym or the I know. Overcome? I feel like every week next I'm like, step all right, after next the gym, one? we'll make a manufacturing facility. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the way you do it. That's how first form and all them do it. Can't be that expensive. <laughs> I know, right? Next thing you know, it's... Oh, but yeah. um, other than that, hopefully some other updates. By the time the next show, maybe the next show will be at the office. We'll see. Who knows? But uh, until next time, guys, follow us on the description the below. Page. Yep. Vlogs will be coming out. Special uh, show. Bonus episode tomorrow. Tomorrow. And let us know what you'd like to see in the next one. We are out. See you.